Beyond the Leaderboard, a Peloton People podcast. I'm your host, William Keithley, and today I have the pleasure of getting to meet and know Heather Mutter. Heather is an app user who really emphasizes running, which I'm so super excited to talk about. So welcome, Heather. Hi, thank you for having me. So first of all, let's just jump right into it. And I want to know, how's the knee doing? Because you had been having some knee problems earlier this year. Yeah. So I was in the middle of training for a half marathon. It would have been my second half marathon. It actually just took place over the weekend. I had to miss it Mm -hmm. um, because several weeks, like five weeks into my training plan, my right knee really started bothering me. And I had like, there was a week I couldn't even like walk on it. It was so bad. Um, but it's doing better now. I'm trying to take it pretty easy. So I'm still running. I'm running now. I took six weeks off from running and now I'm kind of just like doing like every other day or every two days. And then I'll, that's when I'm kind of running. So I'm just trying to take it easy. So (laughs) that's smart. What kind of mileage are you putting in right now? I mean, I'm really not right now. I'm not going by mileage. I'm just kind of doing time-based running. So Um, I'm not pushing myself super hard on the runs. Like when the, you know, the instructors are saying, oh, you know, crank it up to six, you know, miles per hour or whatever. Mm -hmm. I'm like, oh, I'm going to stay at 5.5. I don't, you know, so I'm really taking it easy. So I mean, maybe 15 miles a week right now. So it's super, super lightweight, but yeah, I'm so upset. I missed my half marathon and I don't know if I'll ever get back to doing distance running like that again. So it, it gets hard on your body. I, I feel like the older you get, it just, it just beats you down. I mean, obviously you're not old. I'm not saying that. No, but, but I mean, I look, I, so I look really young, but I'm going to be turning 37 in July. So I, there totally, is no way. Yes. I'm, I was born in 1985. I'll be 37 in July. So I definitely, I'm starting to feel it. Like I definitely feel it. I need rest days and I need like stretching. So I'm trying to incorporate more of that. Uh, do you do a lot of yoga as well? I love yoga. Hot yoga is actually my favorite, like going to like a hot yoga studio. It's absolutely my favorite yoga ever. Um, I've done like, I think if you look at my like profile, I've done like two of the yoga classes from Peloton and I really like them. I want to do more of them. It's just so hard, like finding the time, like I'm a a morning runner. And so my only other time to do it is either on my lunch break at work since I work from home or at night. And I like spending time with my husband and my dogs at night. So it's, I get really conflicted on when I can add extra stuff. (laughs) Yeah, I totally, I totally get that. The yoga will really help you though. I mean, it'll probably even help your leg. I mean, your knee a little bit, you know, just the more stretched out you are and and all that stuff. It just, it just really helps. And that's coming from an old, old, old runner. I mean, you're a puppy (laughs) compared to me. So (laughs) it's just like, uh, I've got the gray hair to, to, to prove it. I do too. I diet though. Oh, that's funny. I don't go gray at 27. So oh my goodness, I have to cover it up like every six weeks now. It's terrible. (laughs) Now I know you live in OKC now, but you're, you're part of the military. Your husband is air force, correct? Yep. He's active duty air force. So, and, and so where all of you lived? Um, well, I was actually born in Texas. I was born in Fort Worth, Texas. Uh-huh. My dad was not military, but I basically had a military upbringing. We moved <laughs> every couple of years for his job. He's in the grain industry. So uh-huh. I only lived in Texas for like six months. And then we moved to Kansas city, Missouri. And then we moved to Portland, Oregon. And that's where my sister was born. And then we moved 
back to Missouri, but this time we were in Sykeston, Missouri, which I believe is south of St. Louis. I think it's closer to the boot heel. Don't quote me on that. Anybody from Missouri listening? (laughs) (laughs) I can't quite remember. Um, And then we lived in Daphne, Alabama, which is where my, uh, my, my, the little black dog, you see the picture there, mm-hmm. her name is Daphne and um, she's passed away in 2020, but I named her after Daphne, Alabama. Cause we, I loved it there so much. And then we moved back to Portland and then uh, my parents split up for a period of time. So then I moved to Pascagoula, Mississippi with my mom. Oh my gosh. And then we moved, my parents got back together at, like nine months later. It's so when I moved back to Portland. And then when I was 19, I left home and I went to Indiana. I lived in a suburb of Indianapolis and then I was with a boyfriend and we didn't work out. So I moved back to Portland. Oh my God. (laughs) So I've lived everywhere. So that's up until that's probably, that gets me to about 20 years old. So then, um, my husband's originally from Boston and we met, got married in Portland. And then he joined the military right after we got married and then we moved to South Carolina. So With the military, we were in Sumter, South Carolina, which isn't like in the like Charleston area. It's like in the middle of the state. It's um, it wasn't um, the greatest experience. Um, I love like I loved Charleston. I loved Myrtle Beach, the coast and Columbia was nice. But where we were stationed in South Carolina just wasn't great. And then we were very lucky. And uh, after South Carolina, we got to go to Key West, Florida. Ooh, I know. And we, ever since then, we've just been like all about Florida. Um, we lived there for four years and then we went, now we're in OKC and we're actually moving literally in like six weeks. We're closing on a house in two days and we're moving back to Florida, but we're going to the panhandle this time. So <laughs> I saw, I saw the pictures on Facebook of your new house. It yeah, is awesome. We're a pool. so excited. I, I know. mean, and the whole thing looks just great. We're and I so think you excited. said it was your first, your first real house. first home. Yeah. We've, we lived on a base in South Carolina and in Key West. In Key West, it's so expensive. So most people live on base anyway. Um, mm-hmm. But we lived on base in South Carolina and Key West. And then here we've been renting our house for the last four years. And I was like, I'm so tired of renting. And I, was, I told my husband, I said, if we end up going back to Florida, I really think we should buy because we know that when he retires from military, uh, we're going to move back. We're going to settle in Florida, somewhere in Florida. We don't know if the panhandles where we ultimately want to be, but we know we love Florida. Like we're all about the Florida life. <laughs> so <laughs> you'll, you'll love that area. Anderson has a friend that has a home in Seaside, okay, and, which is a fun. little bit lower than, yeah. than, than uh, where you are. And they go down there every summer and just have the best time. So yeah. it's just such a neat area down there. I, I think yeah. you're going to love it. Yeah. I, I've been to Destin because we're going to um, Eglin Air Force Base and I've been to Destin once or twice. And uh, my husband, Joe, he's been there a bunch for training. So he's really familiar with the area. Um, so we're just, we're super excited. We cannot wait. We're ready to leave Oklahoma. No offense to Oklahoma. I, Annie Pennington's from Oklahoma. So I don't want to say anything <laughs> bad about Oklahoma. I think that people are so nice. It's just, uh, I don't know. I just don't feel like there's a lot to do here. <laughs> yeah. You'll, you'll definitely like, um, the Fort Walton area a lot mm-hmm. better. I think, of course it's no key West though. I mean, I know, I know we're, we're trying to figure out a way of how we can end up in the keys. <laughs> I don't know if we can make that happen, but <laughs> so you've only, you've only been transferred two or three different places then, right? Yeah. So it's a little bit different. So Annie's husband, I believe is an officer and officers mm-hmm. tend to move a lot 
a lot more than enlisted. So my husband's enlisted. He's a master okay. sergeant. Um, and so we tend to stick around a lot more um, than the officers do. Officers typically move every like two to three years. We That's interesting. I didn't a, know that. Yeah. We're on a pretty strict, like four year schedule. Like we're, by the time we leave, we'll be coming up on four years. Wow. Um, yeah. That's really neat. Well, now I know by looking at your Facebook that you're a dog lover. And yes. as, as a matter of fact, I got a little sad looking at your Facebook feeds because there were so many references to Daphne. And, and, and Daphne, she was a black lab, right? Yeah, she was a black lab mix. We we got her. Um, we got her when we lived in South Carolina. Um, she was just kind of like a rescue out of like a back of a pickup truck in like a food lion parking lot in Sumter. And we loved her so much. And I'm going to get choked up talking about her because she was such a big part of our family. Um, oh, I could I, tell. I have her little paw print on this little necklace here and it's got her name engraved on the back and like I my, could just tell, I could my tell tattoo your love was for, for her. her and we just love her, miss her. And, but we've got our, we still have our other dogs, Sinatra, our Husky. We've had him. Um, he, he's, he's 14, right? He's 14. He just turned 14 in March. Oh my goodness. I know. I know. We've had him before we were married. We got him. I was 23 years old when we got him. I can't wow. believe he's still with us. Like it's just like we're so. That's thankful. a long life for a husky, isn't it? I know. Yeah, I think the average is like twelve to fourteen years. And our vet even said that that he thinks that Sinatra is the oldest husky he's currently treating. So yeah, he looks. I mean, he looks he's, great. His he's in good health. Yeah, he's totally fine. So we don't have any reason to think anything will happen. But and then yeah. and then Hazel is a chocolate lab, right? Yes, yeah. Hazel's our little baby. She's a chocolate. And she lab. looks awesome too. Oh my gosh, I. It's been a long time since we've had a puppy. And so I told my husband, I was like, I don't know if I could do another puppy. Hazel's a lot of work. <laughs> so oh, yeah. I don't know if I could do it again. I think I'm going to adopt an old dog next time because this she's a well, lot of work. We're real dog people too. You can probably see Willow I do. sitting she's behind so me there. And uh, it, but it just, they, I just wish they lived longer. It just, it too. just like our last dog, his name was Will. And uh, he was so attached to my wife, Jennifer. I mean, they did everything together and it just broke my heart when he, when he died and he didn't even like me by the way. <laughs> and I mean, I was still just so torn up about it. I and then, know. and of course, Willow, now we've got her and she just is attached to my hip. She goes wherever I go. And, and it's just so weird how, you know, a, they, they're, they're just so different, you know, I all know. of them. It's just, it just kills me. Uh, we don't so. deserve them. They're so sweet. And, you know, Daphne was 10 when she passed away and we were really hoping we'd get a couple more years out of her. It was just really unexpected because she had just been treated for, she had like a lump on her, like on her front right leg. And so the vet, we had to take her to a specialty surge surgeon for, for the removal of the tumor. And she had just, she was like six weeks out. The surgeon said, you don't have to bring her back for any more bandage changes. And cause then her, cause her wound like got infected and it wasn't closing. And so we, she ended up doing great. And then she literally just collapsed on 4th of July, like in the morning. And so we called the emergency vet or her vet specialist that she was going to. And they're like, we don't have anyone here. Like we can take her and monitor her, but there's really nothing we can do. There's no specialism. And of course it was, has to be 4th of July and has to be the weekend. And so we were like, you know, what? we'll just keep her at home and just wait and just see how she does. And she collapsed again that night, like at like eight 45 and there, Oh my goodness. We're not anywhere close. We're like 15 to 20 minutes away from like the nearest emergency vet. And it just, we couldn't get 
yeah, there was no saving uh, her. And it was just, it was really traumatic. And I don't want to like go super into it. I don't want to make, <laughs> I don't want to like really bring down the the podcast, but we miss her so much. And she's still like a huge part of her. Like we talk about her like every day. And I think about her every day. And yeah, yeah I can, her, I so. can tell my, my <laughs> sister, my sister has two chocolate labs and they're, they're brother and sister. She has the, she bought, she had the sister first. And then I don't, I haven't seen my sister in a while. I'll see her next weekend. So I'll probably see the dogs too. And uh, but I'm not sure how she got the brother, but he came along about a year, a year later, but they're from the same litter. So oh, that's awesome. We are Hazel's family. Hazel's like mom and dad had an, like another litter after her. And we considered getting like a brother, but I just, I just couldn't do it. I was just like, it's just too much with two and the puppy. I was like, oh, I can't do it. I'm, I'm, I need a break from puppies for a long time before I'll be ready to have another one. Uh, They're just I, so I, much work. I mean, she's super smart and she potty trained really easily, but, um, it's just her energy level. I think she comes from like a hunting, like a working line of labs. And so she is just go, go, go. <laughs> and it's just a lot. So <laughs> now what do they, what do you, how do you do your work with them around or do they go somewhere? Or so Sinatra is super low key. He's actually in our bedroom sleeping. I'm mm-hmm. in like our, our makeshift like office. Um, mm-hmm. I, I, when we first got Hazel, I wasn't working from home. I actually didn't start working from home until June, 2021. Um, they needed the office space and they knew I was going to be moving. Cause I'd been really up front. They knew I, they know that my husband's military and I've been really honest. I said, Hey, I know a move is coming. Um, if you'd like to keep me on, I would love to still stay working for the company remotely. And so they needed the, my office space. So they shoved me back home to work from home and I love it. Um, but when we got Hazel, there was just, I was working in the office and there was a doggy daycare right by my office. So uh-huh. I started taking her to doggy daycare when she was a puppy. Cause it was literally right next to my office. So I drop her off go to work, pick her up and we go home. So she went to, she, so she's at doggy daycare today, but I can keep <laughs> her. Yeah. But just so I don't, just so I can have an un, uninterrupted right. like time with you. Um, but I can keep her home now. I keep her home now, probably three days a week, especially if the weather's really nice, then I can be outside with her more like on my breaks for, at work and I clock out and play ball with her. Oh, that's stuff. great. But she's, yeah, she's going to love the pool down. In I Florida. know. I'm really hoping she will. Sinatra, our Husky. Absolutely not. He hates the water. When we took him to Florida last time, he would not get in the beach. Like he put his feet in and he was like, that's enough. I'm done. <laughs> isn't, <laughs> so I'm isn't, isn't working from home the best? I love it. And you know, it's so funny because I, I worked throughout the entire pandemic, all of 2020 and the first half of 2021 at, in the office. And I don't know if the pandemic hadn't happened, if they would have let me work remotely and kept kept me on. So I'm keeping my job. I'm moving. I'm going to keep my job. It's the first time that's happened. Every time we move, I have to quit my job and find a new one. So it's, it's, you're just seeing so much more of that people. I think I have a, one of my clients uh, works for a government agency in Nashville. She's been there forever. And she wanted to like you, she wanted to move to Florida. And so she moved down to, um, I can't remember what part, but it's, it's one of the beach areas down further South and she's kept her job. She's still doing the same thing, just working remotely. It's, it's totally changed so many lives. I mean, now what kind of work do you do? So I am an accountant for a home health care agency. So we have offices in Texas and then all over Oklahoma. So, um, we have probably have like Technically we have like 12 or 13, like actual companies. Um, but they're really just like home health, separate home health care agencies. So 
Oh, that's really yeah, it's totally different. When I lived in Florida, I did accounting for a water sports company. So I went moved into healthcare. It's totally different. It's a lot more serious. And uh, but I love it. It's it's good work, it's challenging work, and it's been interesting diving into healthcare and everything. So that is so cool. Now, circling back to your running in Peloton. Yeah, sorry. Do you all, no, 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 no. That's good. I I've I've loved this. But do you just run with the Peloton app or do you use other apps or how do you how do you figure out what you're going to do? That sort of thing. So we got a treadmill in 2018. So we moved we moved to Oklahoma in June of 2018. Mm -hmm. And um, I got into running. We lived in Florida. I'm actually like the least athletic person on the planet. (laughs) I didn't do sports growing up. I tried out for cheerleading and was denied. I tried out for (laughs) dance team and I was denied. I'm so I don't have any sort of like flexibility. I'm so like I didn't grow up in an athletic home. Um, So, I mean, my sister's really tall. My I'm really short, (laughs) but my sister's like five ten, So she played a little bit of basketball, um, Uh in school and, um, but I'm like five, five. So I, I'm just not athletic and I didn't really get the athletic bug until we moved to Florida. And in 2016, I got my Fitbit and I was like, oh, this is cool. I can track my steps. And so, and we didn't have a backyard where we lived in Florida, um, in Key West. So we would walk our dogs two or three times a day. Um, and so we, my husband and I got Fitbit so we could track our steps. And, um, I kind of got into running cause the weather is always nice down there. Uh-huh. And then when we moved here in 2018, my first winter here, I was like, I cannot run outside. I was like, it's 50 degrees. I'm not running outside. Are you kidding me? Even though that's really, it's really perfect running weather. You know, right. now that I've been here for four years, 50 degrees is actually pretty nice. Um, but even still like Oklahoma gets really cold in the winter, like thirties, twenties in the mornings and stuff. And I was like, I cannot run outside. Are you kidding me? So we got a treadmill in 2018, just like a Bowflex, like a basic Bowflex. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm sure I had heard about Peloton back then, but I just can't remember. I don't think it, I was, I think I was like, I'm not paying like $2,000 for a treadmill. You're kidding me. And so <laughs> right. I just got like a basic Bowflex and um, I've kind of run on that um, this whole time. And I run outside a lot when the weather's nice and I like to walk outside when it's nice. And then, um, I didn't even get to the Peloton app until like at the end of last year. Oh, wow. Um, so you're pretty new to the whole I'm Peloton really scene. new to the Peloton scene. Um, my friend Whitney, shout out to Whitney. I don't know if she'll see, hear this, but <laughs> my friend Whitney had a 90 day guest pass for the Peloton app because she's a Peloton app user too. And so, um, and so I've been using that ever since. And I just, I love it. I absolutely love it. And it's on my wish list, on my dream list to get a Peloton tread someday. So I hope someday, but I'm kind of the type of person, like I don't get something until something else breaks. Right. right. Like I sold my, (laughs) you're really not missing all that much. The Peloton treads great. Don't get me wrong, but you're really not missing all that much. The app really, I mean, it really works well for running on the treadmill. Mm -hmm. It really, really does. Cause you know, all this it speeds the same on every treadmill. The incline's basically the same on every treadmill. So you're really not missing much except the leaderboard. And now on the bike though, it's totally different on the bike. And I can't even really explain it, but the experience is just so different on the bicycle. And, uh, and so if you, if you go that route, I would almost say, get a bike. Have you ever tried, have you ever tried a bike, a bike class at all? 
I have not. And the only, so I've never tried cycling because I've been a Fitbit user and I'm really into steps. And I'm like, <laughs> well, if I, if I ride on a bike, I don't get steps. I do all this work and I get zero steps for it unless I put it on my ankle. That is <laughs> it's funny. so nerdy. It's so stupid, but I'm just like, if I, if I cycle, I get no steps. So obviously I'm going to walk or run. So I get my steps. <laughs> that is really funny. You say that I, cause I used to be kind of the same way. And then, you know, we, we talk about whoop all the time on the podcast. I know I hear and, about it all the time. And, and, and that's kind of gotten me away from the whole step thing and where it's more about, you know, how far, how hard I push myself and right. rest and recovery and that sort of thing. It's been a real eye opener for me. Cause I used to be the same way about steps. I'd be like, I got to do 15,000 steps today. Or yeah, I gotta, that, you know, that's it, my it, thing too. I set a goal of like 5 million steps every year and I try to get the, the year in mileage. So 2022, I want to get 2022, 22 miles in for the year. Oh, wow. So I don't know. I'm so nerdy. I have a spreadsheet. I track it. How I'm many, an <laughs> how many steps a day do you try to average? I tried. So in order to reach 5 million steps, it's like 13, like 700, I think it's right around there. Like the average is like, so I try to do between 13 and 15,000 steps a day. Like today I'm at 11,000, but I would, wow. find, I, I ran this morning. So that got me like 6,500 steps this morning. Um, so yeah, I'm super nerdy about it. Um, I do have, so you're doing days. like a lot of little walks during the day too, right? A yeah, I do. Breaks. So you'll see me where I have like nothing on my pet. Like I'll have like days where it says I'm doing nothing on my Peloton mm -hmm. app, but I'm actually like still walking like between 10,000 and 15,000 steps a day. I just right. don't, I don't always fire up the app to do a walk. That makes sense. Cause sometimes I'm like, I want to watch TV while I walk, or I'll even walk at like a really slow, like two mile per hour pace. And I'll read cause I'm a big reader. So I'll yeah. read while I'm walking. And so I don't always put on Peloton like class on. And I kind of feel like it's cheating to put it on if I'm not really like doing it. So well, it, it's not really. And I'll tell you why, because if you have the actual Peloton treadmill, we have a just walk button or not. a just walk. It's called a just run button. Mm -hmm. And so you just put that on and then, you know, I'll, I'll watch TV. I'm like, you I'll watch TV or read or something. And I'll just have that on. Now I'm walking. I'm not running, even though it yeah. says just run. So, so that time actually counts. I, that's a, one of the reasons I think you see people with the tread and the bike have so many minutes on, on Peloton because, right. you know, you can just do so much more, you know, your body, if you're biking and, and this is something else that you'll learn as you get older, biking does not beat your body up like running does. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I can I I think my husband would really like a bike too. He's not really into running. He'll do, he'll, I mean, he has to run for the military. So he has to be able to like run a mile and a half in a certain time. Mm -hmm. So he, but he doesn't really run on a regular basis. Like he'll do it maybe like once or twice a week. And then when he's leading up to his PT test, then he'll really get like, he'll be like tracking and timing his runs really carefully to make sure he passes. Oh yeah. I remember my, my dad used to be in the military and I can remember him. He wouldn't do a thing. And then the PT test would be coming up and he would be out there training. training I'm sure like it. it was way more strict when your dad was in the military. Now it's like, they're pretty, some of the, some of the standards are kind of lax. I think now. <laughs> what do they have to do a, a mile and a half in these days? Oh, know? I don't even know. Not for his age. Cause he's, he just turned 37 in December. He'll be 38 this year. So I'm not even sure what it is for his age anymore. Cause I know it changes every like age bracket you hit. Mm -hmm. So I think he's in a different age bracket now, but. Well, the um, bike yeah. is really good. Like I, I can, I can ride the bike and go hard two or three days in a row if I want to. And I can never do that running anymore. 
it, it just beats me up too much. But I'm like you too. I love to walk. Um, I love I love walking outside, especially in the summertime. Yes, um, I love so. I love walking. It's one of my honestly my favorite things to do. I I I walk all the time. It's one of my favorite ways to travel too. Like walking, like going to a new new place and like walking around. I love it. It's one of my favorite things. Now, who are some of your favorite? Because I don't get to talk tread instructors with people very often because most people are bikers. So who are your favorite tread tread instructors? Oh, hands down, Susie Chan is my favorite. Tread I love instructor. her. I, I love, love her. Susie. I feel like she doesn't get as much like hype as like Olivia or uh, Selena or Bex. Like I like Bex too, but I just feel like I love Susie because for me, her music really aligns with the music I like. I've never listened listen to a Susie class where I was like, oh, I hate the music here. Yeah, Every way. class I've done with her, her music is always on point. And I like, I really like the fact that she doesn't talk a whole lot. There's yeah, not she a talks lot of like, perfect amount. Yeah. yeah, I love it. Like there, she, she's really good with her cues and she'll give you like a nice roadmap of what to expect, but there's not a lot of, you can do it or Oh my God, you're having a bad day. You can do it. You can yeah. overcome. I'm, and sometimes I'm like, I don't want to hear that. I'm not having a bad day. I just want to run. Like, I don't she, need the She's cheering. one of my favorites too. Do you know her story? Have you looked up her story? I have. She didn't start running until she was like 35, like, yeah. kind of like around my age. And um, I saw that she did the Guinness Book of World Record, like treadmill run, like the longest it, it, treadmill it, run. It, crazy. It's the longest, longest 12 hour treadmill run. That's amazing. Um, so she's, she's a real distance type runner. Although I think she I've is. read that she's raced everywhere from like a mile to up to a hundred miles. So yeah. she's, she's, she's the real deal. I think she's, you know, in her mid forties now. I think she's I mean, about 10 years older than me. I think is that's what I've picked up. She's about 10 years older than me. So she's probably about 40, between like 46 and 48, I want to say probably. Yeah, I, I like her a lot. Have you ever tried Tobias? He's a German instructor. I, ha- I have not tried any of the German instructors at all. Well, I'll tell you what's so good about the German instructors. A, nobody takes Tobias's classes, so I always try to give a little push to him. But B, I can't understand a word they're saying. Not not one. I don't know one word of German. <laughs> I don't either. <laughs> but you can hit the more. Um, do they have a more music button on the on the app? They do. And that's what okay. I, and that's my favorite thing. Cause I want yeah. to hear the music. Yeah. Well, and see the German instructor, you know, some instructors, and I don't know why this is, but it seems like the more popular instructors, if you hit more music, they're still just as loud. And then, yes. yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean? Yes. And I but, actually, I saw on Reddit, I think someone said it's the American instructors versus the European, all the American, like we're like the New York student mm-hmm. you know, versus like the London or the German, all the New York ones do not filter out the instructor's like voice. But yeah. so you, like, so I like Jermaine Johnson as well as a tread instructor. Cause he's from the UK. Mm-hmm. And when I put him on, I do the more music and he, it lowers his voice as well. And yep. he's really good too. I love his music and he doesn't, he's not a huge talker either. So I really like Jermaine Johnson too, but. Well, try, try Tobias, put more music on and, and, and it, those German guys, they go so low that all you can almost only hear the music. It's really neat. It's a pretty cool. Okay, experience. I'll try. I'll try him. I will. I will. I will. He's an older him. guy too, so I, that's, that's probably okay. another reason why I like that's him. That's all so. right. <laughs> it's okay. I, I I don't know. I really like the like. I like. I've done some Bex runs, and I like Bex. But to me, like sometimes she just talks all. She'll be like, "I'm not going to talk that much," and then she literally she just talk talks the entire run. And I I'm a big talker. <laughs> so I, I, if that, I was, a, if I was an instructor, I probably wouldn't shut up either. Um, cause I'm just, 
I have a huge talker too, but, um, like Olivia, like the cheerleading stuff with Olivia, I just really have a hard time with her. I like Marcel. I can't, I can't hardly do Marcel's. Olivia. Marcel Dinkins, when I was training for my half marathon that I did not end up doing, I took some of Marcel's like longer runs, like her 60 minute endurance runs. And I liked hers because she'd play like games during the 60 minute endurance runs. And so they mm-hmm. were kind of fun. She would make me laugh. So I liked Marcel because her, for her long runs, they were nice. Cause it would just really distract me with the games she would play. So. How do you like John, John Hopkins from England? I have not taken any of his classes. I don't Try think. him. He's fun. Okay. He's, he's a lot of fun. He's now, got Bradley oh, Rose in England too. He is, but he's a bike. He's bike only. The bike instructor. Okay. Yeah. He's great by the way. I've he heard is. so much about him, but I've, and yeah. I feel like I miss out so much because I don't have a bike. I've actually thought about taking bike classes, but just running them <laughs> just so I can participate with. Oh, that's guys. a good, I, that's a good I idea. Feel like everyone's like milestones. They're always like milestone rides and ever like milestone runs or walks. So I'm like, well, I might just take a bike class and just run it. You know, you like- need to really, what you really need to do <laughs> is try is, is like go to somebody's house and just try a Peloton. I know. I so know. I wish if you're ever traveling through Nashville, you can stop here and, okay. take, a, and take a ride because <laughs> it, it really is. It's a, it's a, it's a hard experience to ex- explain, but it, you know, it's definitely where I guess bread, the bread and butter of Peloton is. I mean, if I, if I had to pick between my treadmill and the bike, I would pick the treadmill just because running is just my love, even oh, though I, I I, even though I'm terrible at it now, it's still my passion and my love, but the bike is, is what I do most of the time, but I do love the treadmill. I love it so yeah. much. I love all the instructors. Now, do you do boot camps? Have you done any tread boot camps? I've, according to my workout profile, I've done two. And I think mm-hmm. I did an Adrian one. And then I did a hiking boot camp while I was injured. I think I did one. Um, who did Probably that? Rebecca. Rebecca. I did yeah. Rebecca's hiking boot camp because it was like the first one they'd done. So I was like, well, I can't run. So let me try doing a hiking boot. I actually really like them, but usually with my schedule, I'm like, okay, I can't, I can't run. I well, it's like, I can do one or the other. And I'd rather run the whole time. I don't know. I need to figure out like, I wish I could work out all the time. Oh, I, know, <laughs> I love, too. I love working out. I love running. I don't oh, know. The walk, the walk run classes are really good too. Yeah, Those are good too. So I, I, I just love everything about it. I, I want to go get on my treadmill right now. <laughs> I know I ran it, this it, morning. So. It, this is so much fun because usually people I talk to are more bikers. And, and so they don't even know really some of these running instructors, you know, like yeah. if, you, if you don't really run and most of them do strength stuff now too, but you know, you wouldn't really even know Selena or you definitely wouldn't know John, John Hopkins and England yeah. or, or Susie. I mean, you wouldn't know her at all no. if you didn't do the, mm-hmm. the treadmill stuff. Yeah. Cause I think so. Susie only does tread. I don't think yeah. I've seen her. I've maybe she's done like maybe like one or two stretching classes, but she doesn't do strength. She doesn't do tra- um, bike. She doesn't do boot camps. So the only way you get to see Susie is if yeah. you're running. Um, and I'm really well, do- hoping she'll I'm hoping she'll branch out and do a couple other things. So I'd like to like experience her. Like my goal actually is to take every single one of her classes. So I'm actually going, cause she just started at the end of 2021. Right. So I'm actually going back to all her old content and just, I just add them to my stack. That's how I keep track of all my like stuff. I just add it to a stack. And so I'm like slowly going through all of her runs and her walks. Cause my goal is to take every single one of her classes. And I'm going to book bookmarks, the ones that I absolutely love that I like to retake. Cause there's one of her classes. It was her first class of 2022. It was like a January 3rd class, I think. And 
it's my absolute favorite class ever. I think I've taken it like five times. It's just, I love it so much. It puts me in such a good mood. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Annie was telling me about a, an app earlier today. Let me see if I can find the message real quick. Cause you would love it being a numbers junkie. Like you are. I'm such a numbers person. It's uh, ridiculous. Let's see what it was. It's called pillow track. Have you ever heard about that? No, app? no. So uh, apparently it's in beta testing. So you got to download the app uh, test flight. Are you an, are you an Apple person or a Apple? Yeah. Okay. So you, you download the app, uh, test flight, and then within test flight, you download the pillow track, um, app. And it tells you like how many minutes you've done with each instructor for the year. Oh, really? Yeah. It looks, it looks super cool. I'm going to try it later today, but it's called pillow track P E L O T R A K. And first of all, you have to download the test flight, um, test flight app okay. in the school, okay. I mean, in, the, in the store. So that's, that's a little tip. Yeah. For you I know. Today. Like if you look through my like workout, it's mostly Susie, it's mostly Susie in there. And I'm now, and I, and I'm on week two of Crusher core one. Mm-hmm. So I've got Emma, some of Emma in there too. So I'm so bad yeah. at core. I'm bad I, at core. I'm bad at yoga. I'm I'm bad at anything that co- that requires real coordination these days. I'm not athletic either. So I feel like it all just I just I feel like I suck at it all. But I love it. I like being active and I didn't really I was never I wasn't an active child. I mean, we like were at the beach a lot when I was a kid and uh-huh. um, you know, we played outside a lot, but we I tried ice skating. I tried horseback riding. I did, you know, d- dance classes as a little girl, but I just am not coordinated. I'm not athletic. I mean, my half marathon time was like two hours and 43 minutes. So like, and it's that's like a, bad. an 11 minute mile average or almost 12 minute mile, probably. So it just. I would kill to do a 12 minute, uh, mile average right now. I, I couldn't, I couldn't do it. I mean, in my heyday, I was, I, I consider myself a real runner and my best half was probably in the one thirties, but that's great. That's wonderful. But I never was like a really a distance runner. My best distance was the 10 K. The 10 K was my event. I could do, I could run 34 minutes in the 10 K. So, oh my gosh! But no, that it takes was, me an hour to do six miles. Are you? But kidding? It, it's so it's so depressing too because you know as you get older you can never replicate those times. I you can know. only you can only focus on what you can do you know in the present. So that's what yeah. you got to do. Okay, so here's my next question for you. Your your uh, leaderboard name, Evil Lip Gloss. It is yes. one of my all time favorites. <laughs> Tell me about that. So that Evil Lip Gloss is my was like one of my original AOL handles, you know, like AIM where you could like uh-huh. message people. So evil lip gloss was on my, so I was probably like 12 or 13 <laughs> when I created it. So I, awesome. I don't know. It just kind of stuck and I love it. And uh, I, I actually love lip gloss. I actually, I don't like lipstick at all. I actually love lip, lip gloss. That's all I wear is like lip gloss or like lip balm. Um, cause I get really dry lips and I feel like if I wear like lipstick that like flakes and it just doesn't look good. So I wear lip gloss all the time or lip balm. Um, but yeah, evil lip gloss. That's just, I love it. <laughs> that is neat. Now, how long have you been into our podcast, the Peloton people podcast? And it's even odd that you found us, you know, since you're just kind of like a runner, you know, I, I found you on Reddit. Somebody uh-huh. mentioned you on the Peloton cycle Reddit. I'm a huge Reddit person. I love Reddit. I do too. And I found you through the Peloton cycle. I think I was just like looking for like Peloton podcasts and uh-huh. 
Yours is one of the first ones I found. You're actually the only podcast that I actually listen to on a weekly basis. It's the only one I keep up with. Yeah, I actually, it's hard for me to get into podcasts because my mind is always going. And so it's really hard for me to set like 30 minutes or an hour aside to just like listen to something because if I, when I'm, when I, when I'm working, I either listen to music or I put on like an old, like reality show that I've seen like 8,000 times, like an old real housewives show. I'm the, I'm the same way. I cannot <laughs> listen to podcasts when I'm working, when I'm doing real work, it's too distracting. Right. Yeah. Cause I want to listen. My brain mm-hmm. just go like, I just, but I'm thinking about other stuff with work. So, um, I usually listen to you. Um, when I, if I take Hazel to daycare, it's uh-huh. about 15 minutes there and 15 minutes back. That's so it's perfect. about the We're perfect about... length for your podcast. I'll listen to it. Like then I get home and I like brew a cup of coffee and I keep like listening. Oh, that's funny. Um, so that's usually when I listen is if Hazel goes to daycare, like on like Monday mornings or um, if I'm doing like easy stuff at work, I'll throw y'all on. But yeah. what are you listening to at um, when you just go out and walk outside? Are you, do you listen to music? Music. Then, if you're not yeah, using, I'm a, yeah. I'm a huge music person. I music. That's why like I. I need to be able to hear the music when I run or mm-hmm. else like it totally throws me off. Like I have a whole playlist on my Spotify. I, it's called 13.1 because <laughs> I, I oh, originally, that's... I originally created it as like a running playlist. So, and then I just, it just has kind of grown and I've got, I've got other playlists too, but like, I, I love music. I'm a huge music person. What so. type of music do you like? I listen to everything, but, um, the Killers is probably my favorite modern band. Mm-hmm. Um, I love Blink-182. And then, of course, like, I love Queen. I love ACDC. My parents were, like, hippie rockers. So uh-huh. I grew up with a lot of classic rock, like Creedence Clearwater. Um, I love all I, that So, music. yeah, I love everything. Um, Eagles, you know. So I, I listen to everything. Like I'll listen to hip hop. I'll listen to pop. Like Britney. Obviously, I grew up in the era of like Britney Spears and Backstreet Boys and NSYNC. So I love all of that, and I'm I love like like the pop punk of Blink One Eighty Two, and I don't. I listen to everything. And when I mow the lawn, I listen to country. It's like the only time I listen. <laughs> That's to country. very random. That's very it's random. When I like... mow the lawn, I'm like, okay, I got to get my Kenny Chesney, and <laughs> but I only like like the '90s, early 2000s country. Oh, I can't, I can't get into like modern country. Like, I don't, I don't even know if I've like, like a Brad, like, I don't listen to Brad Paisley. It's like Kenny Chesney, Shania Twain, Reba McIntyre, uh, trying to even, uh, uh, Tim McGraw. Like that's the kind of, like, I listen to, I put that on when I mow the lawn, put my earphones in and just mow the lawn to country. I don't know why it just seems fitting to mow your lawn, listening to country. <laughs> it does kind of seem fitting. I don't know why. <laughs> that is so funny. Well, let's see. That's about all I have today, Heather. Do you got anything else that you want to tell the world about yourself? Um, I don't know. Well, how did you get into Peloton? Oh, gosh. Our story is I wanted a bike forever. I mean, forever. And um, just didn't have the space for it or the room or anything like that. And then when the pandemic happened, you know, you couldn't go to the gym anymore. You know, the whole world was ending basically. And so I was going to get one from Peloton, but it was, the shipping was weeks out. Mm -hmm. So then I started thinking, well, I'll just get a used Peloton. And so I found one one day. um, I think it was on Facebook marketplace. And uh, I went upstairs and told Anderson, I was like, Hey, you want to go get a Peloton bike? And he was like, yeah, he was like all over it. I didn't even know he would be into it at all. And I was like, okay, the bad news is it's about a seven hour trip. 
the good news is it's a pretty good price. And so he was like, let's go. When do we leave? So we just, we took off to Knoxville, Tennessee, which is three, three and a half hours away. And, and we met this guy in a parking lot and it was weird. I mean, it was a weird transaction. And, uh, <laughs> but we got it, we got it back home and it was kind of been that way ever since. And we, we, we since sold that bike and we've got a bike plus now. And then we also had, we also had the big tread because once we got the bike, we were wanting, we were wanting the tread also. And so we found one of those used and that was the hardest thing we've ever moved ever, ever. I know I'm dreading. Well, I don't have to do it. The movers like the military pays for movers. So but oh, I'm just cool. like, I know they're going to dread moving that Bowflex. It's huge. It probably weighs like 800 pounds. It's huge. <laughs> and my husband, my husband and a friend of ours brought it in the house and got it set up. But I don't know how they're going to move it now. That oh, I, I can't. Imagine. Now, the new the new Peloton tread is not that big. It's only a couple hundred pounds. Um, so, so it's not it's not heavy at all. You could move that easy. But that old one. Oh, my gosh. But then when they recalled it. I was like, I've got to send it back because I'll get more for it than I paid for the yeah. for it used. So I, I I had to do that, but I really missed it. And yeah. so we had no tread for a long time. And and I don't know, I just I really love Peloton. I I really, I really do. And the the whole reason we started this whole thing was we used to just sit around at dinner and all we would talk about was Peloton. <laughs> and, and I was like, you know, it'd be really interesting to hear other people's boring stories, basically, you know, about, you know, just talking about Peloton too much. I was like, there's got to be people that would just love to listen to people talk about Peloton. And uh, so that's kind of how the whole podcast started. And then, and then this little spinoff that I'm doing now, I absolutely love it because I've just met so many interesting people already, people I never would have talked to before. Yeah. And, And I think I said this on a podcast or two back, but I almost think everybody should have their own podcast just because it's so it's such a neat way to engage yeah. with people. It no, really it's is so cool. And it's so funny that you started doing this because like I think a couple weeks before you started, I was like, he really needs to interview. I the one person I want you to interview is vegan rabbi. Because That's what everybody says. That's what I everybody veg- says. I went vegetarian in 2009. And I've gone back and forth between vegan, vegetarian and pescatarian. So I, I haven't had any like other meat other than like fish and seafood in, uh-huh. thir- in almost 13. It'll be 13 years in August. Wow. And so I'm like dying for you to interview vegan rabbi. And of course, like just because she's like so active and I just like, oh, I no. wish I had that kind of time. I just do not have that. I mean, if I recorded all my walks I did all day, I mean, maybe I could compete because, you know, I do, you know, 10 to 15,000 steps a day, but I don't know. I'd be interesting. I'm really curious about her story. I really hope you have vegan rabbi on. I hope she agrees to come on. Like, yeah, I hope, I hope to also, it's kind of funny the way, the way I've been asking people is, is sort of now I've gone out of this, this a little bit for a couple of different reasons, but for the most part, I've kind of been going down the list of when people join our Facebook group. And just because because here's the thing, I want to hear everybody's story. I know, you know I, mean? I know, like, I do too. It's just like even with you, you know, you're you're an app user only. You're not even mad about the price increase that just happened because you know it didn't affect you at yeah. all. And, and I think twelve ninety nine a month is a steal. Oh, it's for great! Everything price. you get, it's amazing. It used to be higher than that it, when they first started charging for their app. I think it was five six dollars higher. I mean, this wow. is back back before you know, the, the 
pandemic and all that stuff, but it used to, and then they lowered it down, I think, because a lot of, I mean, there's a lot of apps out there that you can do some, you know, some similar things with, but the classes are great as you, as you know, I mean, they're just, it's a steal. And so I'm a Fitbit community council member. So I help out. Yeah. So I help out on the Fitbit, like the the product help forums. Mm -hmm. And we're a group of about, I don't know, maybe there's like 30 or 40 of us and we're all spread out throughout the world. But, um, so I'm a big Fitbit user and I, um, I've told them before, I'm like, y'all need to look at your, cause I know that they want to do more with like the Fitbit, um, fitness, like they, cause they've got coaches and stuff on the Fitbit app. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, I've told them before y'all need to, uh, look at Peloton. Cause I think that's your direct competition. If you're looking to do have people pay a premium price for Fitbit. Yeah. And you want them to be using like your, their, your coaching service and using like fitness, you know, workouts on the app. You need to look at what, what Peloton is doing. I think you're right. What, Peloton which is like, are you rocking? So I'm walking the Fitbit sense right okay. now. Yeah. So I really think I, I'm really interested in the charge five. I believe it is. I have that um, one too. They, it, we get, we get them sent to us. Oh, so, that's neat. But yeah, that's the one, they, that's the one that kind of reminds me of whoop a little bit, you know, that it has the recovery. Um, yeah. The, it. um, the daily readiness score. This one has, yeah. It too. yeah. Oh, that one has it too. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's pretty neat. Um, sometimes I'm like, mm, I feel okay. Or <laughs> I could work out or I'm sometimes I'm like, it'll say it's at a hundred percent readiness. And I'm like, there's no way I'm so tired. Like if I, right. That's a little so, like whoop too, but yeah. it's kind of the same thing, you know, where it, I guess it takes the heart rate variability and, and that sort of thing. Yep. It's, so, so it's a lot of the same technology. Yeah, I love it. And I've, I've wanted them to do it for a while. Cause I think Garmin has body battery. So I think it's similar to Garmin's body battery, which I tried, I flirted with a Garmin for a little bit and I was like, Oh, this is a little confusing. And I also got an Apple watch, um, specifically for the Peloton app. Uh-huh. However, my Apple watch and my app just like never like the heart rate would drop for like three or four minutes on end. And I'd be like, it just, it, what's the point in using it? If it's not going to be accurate, if it's not going to read my heart rate the whole time, I'm just going to wear my Fitbit only, you know? So I noticed that on, when I was looking at the classes you had taken, like a few months back, you had all the stride scores and then they kind of disappeared. So, so that makes perfect sense. Yeah. Cause they wouldn't be right. Like, you know, if you lose your heart rate for five minutes of a 20 minute class, then as and then sometimes that they wouldn't pick it up at all. And I'd be like, okay, this is, I don't know if it's the watch's fault or if it's Peloton's, the app fault or whatever. I just got a new iPhone. So I'm tempted to try it to see if maybe with my new iPhone, if it'll work better, but. It's so frustrating when it does. And it, it, yeah. I totally get why you threw the towel in on that one. Yeah. I was like, cause I kept like looking at my watch and being like, why isn't it recording my heart rate? And I'd be like trying to like adjust it on my wrist. And I would be like running and literally trying to adjust the Apple watch tighter or looser. And I was like, I'm going to fall off. <laughs> this is dangerous. Wow. But yeah, I tried and I, I decided, so now I'm, I mean, I, I, does Peloton have a heart rate monitor? Can I just get like a Peloton heart rate monitor and have it work like that? Or they actually do have a heart rate monitor, but I don't, once again, I don't know how well it works with the app. I don't really know yeah. the, the best app way to do it. Um, I'm not even sure. I think my whoop works with the app, but I'm not, I'm not even hundred percent sure about that. I don't know, but I know with the treadmill now and the bike, they've got it where it works great. I mean, the Apple watch, 
you know, works great with those. Um, our whoops work great with those. So they've really got it. And the stride score is really fun to see. I mean, it's kind of, it's kind of a really neat metric, you know, Yeah, it, I really liked it, but it was half the time it just didn't work or it would drop out. And I just, I got so tired of trying. And so I saw my Apple watch sitting by my like work computer unused for. So, so like, goals, uh, goals going forward. What, what type of running goals do you have when you get down to Florida this summer? I don't know. Um, I, I'm nervous to try to train for a half marathon again. I'm really nervous to try to like push it. I, I kind of feel like that distance, like I should be done with that distance. I, cause I really don't want to get into a place where my knee, like I fight, like I, I don't want to have to have surgery on my knee. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, I'm really trying to like, keep it healthy. So I don't know, like I can run a 5k. I could probably do, I haven't done it. I haven't done six miles yet. I could probably do a 10k, but cause I've been keeping my runs at about 45 minutes or under lately. I haven't mm-hmm. done a six. I have not done a 60 minute run um, since I got injured. Um, well, don't, don't be afraid to run walk. Um, you know, especially for somebody you're really fit, but you'll be surprised. Like if you do a 60 minute run again, try something like run for three minutes and then walk for a minute, but then, but do it early in the run when you're not even tired and you'll be, you'll be, you'll just be amazed at how far you can go. If you just play with the run walking, it, it's, yeah. but, but the key is you got to start it early. If you wait until you're tired to start walking, oh, it, it just over. won't, it won't work. But if you do it from the very get go, there's a, there's a guy out there, Jeff Galloway, look him up sometime. He, he kind of, before. yeah, he kind of invented the whole run walk, uh, trend and um, he was an Olympian. I mean, he, he, he ran in the Olymp. I think he even medaled in the Olympics and then oh, maybe wow. the 10,000 meter. I mean, he's, he's really old now, but um, he really is a real advocate for walking and running. And uh, you'll see a lot of his groups all over yeah. now doing marathons and half marathons, but yeah, it's, especially for somebody like you, cause you don't want to give up the mileage cause that's the way you get your steps in. Right. So yeah. You just want to, you, I think, I think if you incorporated some walking in there, you could probably alleviate some of that, some of that pain that, you know, yeah. that you were experiencing. And then when you do feel pain, make sure you ice like right away. Um, yeah. I've been trying to get a lot better at icing, especially at, like right after I run or like the days that I run, like throw a bag of peas or something mm-hmm. on my knee just to keep it this to like really help with the inflammation or whatever. And like I ran today and I don't have any pain. So, I mean, I can run. It's just, I just don't know how far I can push it. And I'm like, so I didn't, I actually didn't sign up for the half marathon. I said, I'm not going to sign up until like, I know, like I'm going to get through it through the training. Mm -hmm. And then I got injured and I was like, well, I'm glad I didn't spend a hundred dollars to register for this race. that now I can't run, you know, is that how much it costs to run a half marathon these days? Yeah. That was the OKC, the Memorial marathon and the half marathon. I think it was a hundred or maybe it's like $80 for the half, but I was like, Oh, so I, I never, unless like, it's like going to be a race, it's going to like sell out. Like I never I never book them unless I'm like, I'm really sure like it's going to happen because I'm always afraid something's going to happen. Like I'll get sick or, you know, I just terrified or bad weather or something. I'm always afraid. So I was like, I always wait until like the last minute to sign up. Well, The the racing (laughs) scene in Florida is fantastic. You know, I mean, mean, even just for five K's, you'll have 
within driving distance, you'll have probably four or five every single weekend. You're right. I mean, my, you know. my sister has gotten it big into running. Um, and she, I mean, she's so much better at it than I am, but she's also like four years younger and like, you know, five inches taller than me. So, um, but she did her first half this year. Um, and she's already signed up for like a full marathon and another half. And she sent me a text message the other day. She's like, where exactly are you moving in Florida? Cause I'm going to look for, um, look for races to do in that area. Yeah. So she, I'm like, okay. oh, that's funny. So she's like, all right. She's like really into like the travel, like she signed up for like a hundred miler or something in like Utah. I don't know. She's like, She's oh, like, she's, in, she's, she's gone crazy though. Yeah. I mean, she's doing mileage that I've never done before. I mean, she, she did a 17 mile run on Sunday. I never made it that far. <laughs> so that's funny. She's oh, the like Disney, the Disney marathon and half marathon are pretty fun. You know, I've that's, that's not too far away from you. So. I know. I know. I'd really like to give it a shot. I'm just trying to like, take it easy on my knee. And then of course, like with moving, it's really frustrating when you're like, Cause when we moved four years ago, it took us three months to get our stuff just from Key West. <laughs> I mean, I was on an air mattress, sleeping on an air mattress for three months. It that was just seems so like the weirdest, most convoluted moving system in the world. It is. And this time though, I'm going to put those Apple air tags. I'm going to get like four or five of them. And I'm going oh, that's to, funny. And I'm going to put them in boxes. So that way they can't tell me, we don't know where your stuff is or our stuff, your stuff is in X, Y, Z place. It'll be 10 days. I'm be like, uh, uh-uh, uh, no. Because I've heard like there's just been like horror stories of military moves lately. And more so with like the overseas, like going from Hawaii to Conus. Like it's right. So, but I still like we only moved from Florida to Oklahoma and it still took us three months to get our stuff four years ago. So I'm like really paranoid. So I'm gonna put Apple Air Tags in a couple boxes so That's they can't funny. like they can't be like, oh, our, your stuff's in like Alabama. I'm like, no, it's not. It's down the street. Give us our stuff. <laughs> well, talking, talking with Annie, who's been doing this a long, long time. Yes. It, it seems like the best thing you can do is just roll with the punches. <laughs> it is. It's so frustrating. And it's just like, so when we, when I lived in Florida, I was at my fittest I had ever been because we were swimming all the time and we were walking our dogs all the time because the weather was always nice. And, um, you know, we were just always active. Like the weather's nice. You can just always be outside. Um, and then my husband was gone for a year. I was in Florida by myself for a year. Cause he, he had to go to Qatar for a year. So he was mm-hmm. gone for a full year. And so while he was gone, I devoted my time to the gym. So I started like heavily getting into weightlifting. I did like boot camp classes every Saturday. Wow. And I got, like, I would like, there's like one parking structure in Key West where it's at like three stories. So I would like run up and down the stairs of the parking structure. And so oh, I got funny. really, really like, like ripped, like really in good shape. <laughs> Willow, She's like, yeah. you, I got really into good shape. And then we moved here and it just all went out the window. Oh, that's, <laughs> I just like, that's funny. Oh, I gained, I gained like, Oh, so much weight. And just, I had, so I had to like slowly like get back into it. And it's funny how your environment can change like that. And then, and it, it, can. It, and you, I mean, in the military, I mean, you could be sent anywhere, you know, I mean, just, you just have to be flexible, you know, I know. And I think they, I think they invented that whole phrase, hurry up and wait, you know? So, I mean, that is totally I the know. military way. So I know well, hang I'm in try- there. I'm trying to think about like all like the workout clothes I can pack because like we won't have a washer and dryer. So you get stuck having to use like a laundromat for a little right. while. 
and I'm I'm like a really sweaty worker, like working out. Like <laughs> I, I I can walk 20 minutes and I'm like I drench my clothes. Like I can't rewear any of my stuff. Like I know right. some people that can like work out and then rewear their clothes, and I can't. So I'm like, I have to I'm gonna have to bring every single piece of workout clothing I own with me so I can like when we get to Florida, I can like go on a run outside until I have my treadmill again. And so oh my just, goodness. just trying to figure it out. And yeah. Well, Heather, we're excited. Thanks. I can't wait. <laughs> thanks so much for joining yeah, me today. Yeah. And and it was so fun, like I said, to talk mainly running. I love that. I Good know, luck I with the it. move to Florida. And uh, anybody listening out there, be sure to follow Evil Lip Gloss, one of the best <laughs> uh, Peloton leaderboard names of all time. And I, I can't I can't wait till you finally get a bike someday. So then I'll see you on the I bike. Know. And you I'm, just I'm wait. Excited. It'll 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 happen. I'm excited. Especially now that you're going to be a homeowner, you'll, you'll find that you're doing all sorts of things you never thought you were going to do before. So I know we've got a lot of plans for that new house. So, (laughs) so everybody, thanks so much for listening to Heather and I today. And uh, please listen to our other uh, podcast, Peloton people, check us out at pelotonpeople.com or uh, even come to our Facebook group where we actually have a lot of fun over there. And um, I guess that's all we got today. Heather, thank you so very, very much. Thank you.